Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. All right, welcome into NFR Live. Uh, we're going to be talking with Taylor Valois, sight fishing columnist for NorthShoreFishingReport.com. Writes a great piece uh, called The View from Up Here. Not only because he's tall, because he also stands on, what do you stand on, uh, Taylor? Platforms, ice chests, whatever you can get your hands on, huh? Whatever I can get my hands on. <laughs> what is it, uh, what, what video bucket. did Chaz have with a ladder? <laughs> yeah. Remember that yeah, video with the ladder? <laughs> Yeah, that, that was an old school video. Uh, they yep. still have a lot of people that stand on ladders, though, believe it or not. Yep, yep. So let's get right to it. Uh, not sight fishing. Uh, we're going to talk speckled trout fishing. And, yes, it, you don't have to double-check your calendars. It is January, and uh, we're catching speckled trout at the trestles. I haven't seen this in a long, long time, Taylor. Um, let's jump right into your trip. Uh, walk us through it. What were you thinking uh were, were you debating on where to go, or have you heard some reports that the trestles was, you know, was still hot? No, actually, I just kind of used my gut. Um, Thursday, Thursday, I was kind of planning a trip out in the morning, and uh, it, it looked, it actually looked kind of rough. You know, the weather was coming in, um, so we ended up just, uh, my father-in-law was putting a new trolling motor on his, uh, his boat, so we dropped that off to Todd um, uh, and uh out in uh, Mandeville, got on, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, dropped that off, and then came back, and then I, I watched the weather all night and stuff like that, and then I texted a buddy. I said, you know, you want to go out? I'm not sure where we're going to go in the morning, but, I, you know, I want to hit the trestles. I think it's going to be calm. Uh, I think we're going to get a break in all that weather system, and I think I think it's going to be really calm to where we can go out there, and the tide movement's great. Um, we can go out there and, you know, try it out. So, uh, so I, I had full intentions on going to the trestles, uh, I really wanted to try that eleven bridge was was my goal, but um, uh, we 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 had the eleven bridge later on during the day, but the, the trestles were just on fire at first, so we kind of played around with that. I wasn't going to move if I was catching fish. You know what I mean? Mhm. Mhm. All right. Well, so, walk us through it. Uh, you left out of the where'd you launch? Um, we actually launched out of the tight launch. Uh, there, there wasn't nobody there. I kind of misjudged how um, how daylight was. Uh, I've been leaving the dock really late lately. I haven't been going out right at daylight. So I've been going out like nine, ten o'clock because I wouldn't have to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The water temps have been still cool temps, yeah. despite the weather. And, you know, I don't have to fog find too. Clouds. Yeah, 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 the fog too. So um, so I kind of misjudged daylight. Um, I, I got out there extremely early. I got out there like... <laughs> Five, yeah, like five thirty-five. You got out four. there, buddy, buddy, early. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> get to the spot still dark early. Um, so you know, we were sitting at tight launch for a second. I was like, well, let me just drink my coffee and wait for uh, you know daylight. But the mosquitoes were like just ridiculous. Like, I mean, probably besides the birds, 
time at all. Yeah, so. I, I'm curious to see what happens this spring and summer with, with oh, this mild winter. I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know that. if they ever went away. You know, it's like they're just partying. Oh yeah, so, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what that. All right, go ahead. Let's 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 get out of here. Let's you know. I was like, I, I I can you know manage. We'll put the lights on. You know, I had a little spotlight. I was like, let's let's go hit up a spot. You know, we'll go there. We'll see. You know, at least we'll get there before everybody else. So uh, we pulled up to the first spot, which was right past, um, right past the the drawbridge. Uh, at the uh, first, uh, the first uh, what what's it called? Uh, fire break. break. Yeah, first fire break, and um, and it was still dark. There was one boat on the water. Made two casts, landed two trout, still dark. Oh, man. So my buddy, who never really fishes the trestles, had uh, – he was changing – he had top water base. He was trying to change all his lines, and I had two, two, three trout in the boat before he even – he was, like, freaking out. I was like, dude, I'm <laughs> I'm not stopping, you know. I ain't stopping for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so once daylight hit, you know, a couple more boats moved in, and uh, – it kind of died right then, or not really died. I just didn't know the pattern is what it was. So uh, so I made a move. So what I did, I went further south, and I, I was just curious to see how the water looked and see if, you know, anything was there. So I went past the 176, and the water was just dirty, really mm-hmm. dirty. So um, immediately after fishing there for five minutes, I said, no, we're going back to the North Shore. I was like, we're not going to catch fish here, I guarantee you. So uh, – so we went back to the North Shore, almost the same exact spot, right past the North Draw or the you know North Shore Draw, and uh, mm-hmm. immediately What's that what you're on? I noticed uh, West Side. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, um, so I made a few casts towards the bridge. Um, I I didn't uh, I didn't catch anything immediately, and then I noticed uh, I noticed a couple of trollers passing by and doubling up, and I said, man, I was like. I bet they're far off the bridge, and I looked. Um, I looked towards the bridge, and I saw how the tide was just working really hard. And I was like, so I bomb casted really far, really far off the bridge, and I, I wasn't expecting to get a hit until I got about halfway back to the boat. And uh, immediately, right when it hit the bottom, nailed it. I was like, man, they're really far mm. off. Mm. So what I did, unfortunately for the troll, is I kind of got in their way, but I was catching fish, so I didn't care. Um, I got, I got <laughs> about put it 50, bluntly. yeah, I know it's, it's sad, but, um, I, I got about 50 to maybe a hundred feet off the bridge and, uh, I, I kept my trolling motor on and stayed right there and went kind of back and forth between 20, 30 feet. And, uh, man, we were smoking just nonstop. Um, uh, half ounce jig head was really the key. Um, it was, I would say they were, they were hugging the bottom most of the morning, but, at the same time, we caught a couple high up in the water column. So, um, it, you know, we, we hit a couple there. And then uh, but the trollers, by far, if you were a troller today, you you managed great boxes. I saw trollers passing all day long, and they were tripling up. It was insane. Oh, man. Chaney. So uh, Unbelievable. Yeah, and I don't even troll, but I, I'll – get to where I did at the end of the trip, but, um, so we caught about 20, 25 and, uh, right there. And then we moved over to 11 bridge. The boat traffic got kind of bad at one point because people mm-hmm. realized that we were catching fish right there. And, uh, 
CLA, we had about 10 boats right where we are. And I was like, man, this is crazy. So, and, and people trolling that never probably trolled before that were trolling right by us and they were just mm. kind of ruining everything. Mm. And you could tell the bite died where we were at. Like almost well, stop right there. Where you were catching them off the bridge, was there anything that, that you could see that told you to stay in this little area? Did you spot, you know, a landmark and try to stay adjacent with it? Or you know, um, was it, you know what I'm saying? Some, you know, it's yeah, right. it seems like they're in one spot. And if you go left, you go right, it's like you don't catch anything. Was it like that, or were they basically all around the boat? No, they were in a general, probably I'd say a good two to 300 yards. They were in that that general area. Like from, I'd say, a little past the drawbridge, about 300 yards. I'd say about 100 yards away from the drawbridge um, south, but 300 yards past that in that range. They were just sticking so you in that in you, you would gauge in where you were by the bridge then? Correct. Right, yeah. Right. Okay. So and I mean I I had a I had a good distance from the boat that we kind of buddied up with when we first got there. You know what I mean? We we were both mm-hmm. catching fish and we kind of staked that spot out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people just kind of moved in. But uh, you notice when they had a lot of now the trollers were passing and catching, but I think it was affecting the jigging right there because we couldn't make long cast. And mm-hmm. you know about time we would make long cast, their motors would pass over and stuff. I, it was just kind of messy. So. We moved over to the Levin Bridge, so uh, directly behind where we were. So that you know that general area of the Levin Bridge, right behind, uh, right behind um, the drawbridge, um, right there, we nailed two three and a half pound trout. Oh, oh, good yeah. lord! Yeah. Did, did your friend catch one of the big ones? Uh, he caught a, I think a two and a half pound, uh, but we didn't catch that one until. And that that's a little bit later. We didn't catch that one until we were leaving. But uh, so we jigged we jigged the, the loving bridge a couple times, you know, a little bit. And I was like, man, I was like, let's, you know, it's getting about eleven thirty. You know, we were we were kind of catching release, and I didn't want to keep keep a whole bunch of fish. Uh, he has a freezer full, and I didn't want I just didn't want to keep a whole bunch of fish. I didn't, a I didn't feel like cleaning all which fish. Mm-hmm. So I I kept just enough for beer and a fish fry tonight. Um, and then we, um, so I was like, well, I'm like, I've never really, I've trolled a couple of times. I've never really like had like real success with it. I was like, these guys are going to just slam them. I was like, let's, let's, I'm going to take, I'm going to throw out some lines, just plain. I had two matrix shads on. I throw those out. I was like, and we'll, we'll throw the way back. We'll just troll for a little while. You know, if we don't pick up in about 10, 15 minutes, we'll pack it up and go in. About five minutes, right right before you get to the drawbridge, doubled up. Both <laughs> just holding holding the poles. Uh, well, one I was it was leaning against the ice chest, and uh, I told Ryan to pick it up really quick, and the other one was uh, in my hand. Uh, so we got those in, cast it out again. I was like, man, we might put a couple more in the box. You know what I mean? Let's you know because these were solid fish that we pulled out. These next, you know, next couple, we caught five or six just trolling on our way back, and then we caught one that pushed four. It was about three, oh. three point eight, I believe, Come almost four pounds, uh, twenty-one inches, just solid fatty. I told, I had it on one of those uh, John's rods, the Rojo Grande. Uh, Rojo Grande. Um, I can try them out. He makes this medium light with a fast tip, and mm-hmm. it's like. It's, 
I can't describe it. When you hook, when you hook a, uh, a 16-inch fish, you think that you got like a four-pounder. So when you hook a four-pounder, you think that you got like a 24-inch or, you know, like a big bull red or something. Yeah, the jack. So yeah. I, I hooked that one on the north on the north end of the drawbridge. I hooked one on, and I was like, man, this, you might have to get the net on this one because this one's pretty big. And uh, I couldn't find the net, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to just get throw it in. Uh, when it finally got to the boat, because it took a minute to get to the boat, it was pulling drag. And uh, I, I threw it over, and I was like, man, this is a slammer. So we caught five five fish over in the in the 2.5 to 4-pound range. And after that fish, I was like, okay, we're just going to call it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to end anything. I want to end this on a high note. We're just going to call Yeah, <laughs> that's a good call. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was it was starting to get hot, too. I'm not going to lie to you. It oh, was, yeah. That's it was actually kind of... The sun made all the difference in the world. You know, the past few days, we've we've had the overcast, and it saved us. But that sun comes out, it's like, oh. I mean, it's, it feels like you're fishing in spring. It feels like it's March already, you know, April. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. So, like, I, I, I mean, like everybody says... I really hope I I like cool weather. I, I really like the cold weather because I, I like duck hunting and hunting in general, uh, and I like to get that whole you know that vibe in. But at this point, it's been so dragged out. I don't want it to come. I just want this February <laughs> to stay like it is. And yeah. I think you may get your wish. I mean, we got we got some some cold weather coming, but it's not going to be enough to. What was the water temperature out there? Check. Uh, it was in the high fifties. Really? Yeah. So huh. I, I say I think the low was 56 when I when I checked it this wow, morning. Okay, and that's then it was me. actually it about warmer. Yeah, it was actually about 58, 59, um, close to uh, close to it was about 11:30 I again. But I I don't understand it. Me, I, I mean the the fish were still you know cold bellied. You can see their bellies were all red and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were still hugging the bottom a little bit, but they were definitely more aggressive the later in the day. Um, mm-hmm. definitely more aggressive. So yeah. yeah. What was uh the what was the color matrix that worked best today? Um we kind of man we kind of fooled around with a lot of different colors. Um mm-hmm. you know when you're catching them good, I kinda have the tendency of just saying, man, I, I really want to see if it's a specific color or I can throw anything. So I'm a kind of person, usually before I leave the dock, I'll put like five or six different colors in my pocket to where I don't have to reach in my um, docker box or anything. I'll just change it out and mm-hmm. see how it's rolling. So um, the ones that work the best are the colors in general because we used a couple. I used a couple of grab baits, um, different different types of baits. It wasn't just major shed. Um, and then I did. Uh, the, but the best colors today were definitely chartreuse mm-hmm. all the way. Chartreuse is like yeah. Louisiana. Uh, national color for fishing yeah and then um and then the pink champagne so or or anything pink so the pink color they say chartreuse was it a clear chartreuse or was it like the a bold chartreuse no it was bold yeah even the guys that were trolling were using a very very bright chartreuse uh right they i talked to a couple guys that were trolling they said the chartreuse was the best uh, they were doing that day so. That's typical at this time, or, or well, early spring, really. So, well, you know, I tried a couple of different, you know, light colors, you know, and, and I caught like one or two, 
But they were just really, I'd say probably the best one I got was off a of, uh, pink champagne. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what I called that uh, that that one that was pushing uh, four pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you get any pictures of that thing? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, look. I had like five boats around me. I was like, I don't even care. I'm. Why? <laughs> was like, man, there's all boats around us. Like I was like, look, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I might have to get one of these boats to take a picture of us with this thing. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And not only that, awesome. it like, awesome. it like flapped around the boat. It got dirty before. I was like, I gotta wash it off, make sure it's all pretty and nice before I take there a picture. You there you go. <laughs> Awesome, 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 awesome day. Uh, unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. I can't believe that we're still catching fish. And I'm very curious to see what happens going into spring, how it affects the spring run. If we're just going to pick up with a normal spring run as if they never, you know, as if they left and came back or whatnot. But let's transition over to sight fishing because you do write the sight fishing column. And I know you've been red fishing yeah. a lot. I mean, red fishing has just been off the charts, uh, you know, this year, this winter. Um, oh yeah, it's just just incredible. Um, what you got coming up? You planning anything for the sight fishing column? Um, yeah, you know, I was kind of, well, I wasn't disappointed, but I was like really, I was kind of mad that I didn't go out today and sight fish. After it was like it was like eleven thirty, I was like, man, it's slick calm, and bluebird yeah. died. And the problem is, is, it's been warm, so I think a lot of those reds are actually still. They'll still go back in those ponds if there's water, you know. And I probably could have managed a, a nice little sight fishing trip this morning, but I mean, then again, I had a nice, you know, speckled trout run. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta get the action while it's hot. So, but um, yeah, I, I have some things. Um, you know, I'm obviously I'm fishing the Tito's tournament, which is kind of new for me. Uh, but it, it's definitely a challenge, and uh, it, it's another, another. Uh, part of the sight fishing thing uh, it's it's very popular now but um sight fishing is just I, I don't know how to describe it it's just addictive you know and it's, it's, it's a different fun, form I've, I've interviewed a few guys and it's they you know explain how it's it's a little bit of hunting within the fishing like you're you're actually viewing what you're going after and the anticipation oh, yeah. of if it's going to hit or not that all leads up I mean, that's all excitement without you even getting, if, if that fish doesn't even bite, you still got the excitement of finding him, seeing him, getting your heart rate going, passing by him. You know, and like I said, if you don't even catch him, that's still excitement. So it kind of draws out the excitement of a trip into, you know, you catch one fish that could last 10 minutes while you see him, you chase him down, you, you throw it in and any anticipation of when that lure disappears and you see that little flare, you know, that's amazing. Oh man. And there's nothing that pulls harder than those uh, than those uh, those reds and that small amount of water. Like mm-hmm. I, I like deep water jigging. I think there's a, a finesse to it and a certain just a certain excitement to it. But when you're um, when you're when you get a hold of a red and freaking you know six seven inches of water, I mean that sucker usually makes a V line and that's one of the funnest things you can do. So. Yeah. Plus, you get the show of the water breaking too, yeah. throwing water everywhere. It's just um, it, it's it's an overall like you have different aspects and and you learn and you figure out what 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 works and what doesn't work and sometimes you come home defeated and you, it's all a learning experience. So it's, it's fishing, absolutely. man. It's, 
Well, I look forward look forward to your next your next uh, column, and um, maybe I'll see you out there at that that tournament uh, seminar that Wanda Stewart's throwing in, in, at the dock. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Me and uh, me and Miguel are going to try to make that. Um, that's pretty neat that she has that going on. I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people. Um, I'm sure I have some questions, but uh, but overall, I'm I'm just excited about this this season, this year in general. This year is going to be great. And I think if people have boats or they have chance to put time off. Now's the time. <laughs> this year's the year. Well, I will see you two there. All right, man. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Taylor. Thank you. All right, bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.